Here today with a good buddy of mine, Josh, high school wrestling coach. So we thought we would give you the question that probably most people always ask coming up through them youth athletics. Does wrestling before age 10 help a high school wrestler or not? So the answer to that is it's a difficult question. Uh -oh. it's, it's a yes and it's a no. Well, let's give me the yes first. So yes, it helps, right? Because you're getting that experience. Um, so if you've got great coaches in the youth level, which a lot of times is hard to find. Sure. Um, I mean, I grew up in athletics my whole life, and it's the same thing. You know, right. with the baseball category for me. Kind of just depends if you had quality help or not. Yeah. So if you're brought up and developed in the right way, you're going to be an outstanding wrestler. And I will say most wrestlers who are good in high school right now started when they were 10 or younger. Is burnout a big thing with wrestling or not so much? You see it. So I've had, I've had many athletes who, who came through a youth program, worked their way up to the high school level, and they just kind of plateau when they get to high school. And you see that a lot. Um, but that's just, you know, does at, it, is it because point, of skill level, you think? Uh, they're just not progressing anymore, or they're just kind of over the grind of it? I think for the most part, they're just over the grind. Where they're like, I've been doing this my whole life. I can't get any better. I keep losing these matches. They kind of lose the mindset. So, yes, it helps starting before, but if you lose the the competitive mindset, then it doesn't matter. If you peak too early, if you win all the matches when you're young and then it starts becoming more challenging, maybe you're not quite as skilled, and then all of a sudden you don't have that dirty dog mentality that's right, going to get it right. done, you, you're kind of running into those issues yeah. with those guys. But for the most part, you're going to find more success if you start age 10 or lower. So what's the, what's the downside? What's the bad effects of starting too young? So the no would be, um, you get bad coaching or, or you fall into bad habits. You hear that a lot in the high school room. It's like, I just can't get him to break this habit. He does that all the time. What would be an example? So for example, I've had, I've had a kid, um, who is stuck on this one move. He's stuck on his it's double leg. He, if he doesn't get his double leg, then he's, he's going to lose that match. So if he can't find success with his double, he kind of runs out of technique to do because he's so confident in that double. But when it gets stopped, he's got nothing else to go to. So if you get stuck in bad habits like that, where you're, where you're, uh, you're not really developing as a wrestler, you're just kind of focusing on your strength. Do you think that problem also shows its face in the same mechanism as the other way? Found a ton of success using the double leg at a young age. And then that's almost what's reinforced as he gets older is yeah. this one technique is why it all works for me. And then when it well, doesn't I mean, look at a guy like Jordan Burroughs, who's Olympic gold medalist, um, multiple time world champ, his thing is a double leg. So it works, but not everybody's Jordan Burroughs. Right. You know, so you, you kind of have to uh, develop your wrestler in the sense of the areas they're going to be in matches. So we did a podcast earlier. We talked about certain positions that you need to be drilling. So if you get stuck in bad habits of just, you know, you're kind of in, in high school rooms, you see it a lot where um, you, you get a group of guys over here and they're supposed to be working on this technique, but they're not really working on that technique. Uh, so they, cause they've developed these bad habits in the practice room. Well, now that transfers over to when you're wrestling, when you're, when you're in a live match. Right. So the main thing, you know, if you're looking at, should I start my wrestler now? Maybe, maybe you have a, a kid who's 10, 12. Um, yes, absolutely. I would say start them now. 
Are you on the camp that says, you know, athletes should be playing multiple sports, learning their athletic abilities in multiple ways? Or do you find that that translates much to wrestling? Oh, I think, I mean, like I said before, the competitive mindset gets lost. So anything you're doing to develop that competitive mindset, you know, how do you deal with losses? Um, How do you improve? How do you grow as an athlete? All those sports are going to help you. And you're going to have different coaches that have different mindsets and you're going to learn from them. So yeah, absolutely. Start, start them young and have them play all kinds of sports. I've never really seen a downside of starting athletes young. The the problem that I've always found is it seems like there's just so much money wrapped up in everything from a coach's standpoint. Right. I'm running this league because I get paid a little bit of money. We're going to do this camp because, right. you know, we're all going to go do this tournament. We'll do this tournament. We'll do this tournament. And it just turns out to be so much for the kids that you know as well as I do that just because you're in competitions all the time doesn't mean you get any better. Oh, I mean, yeah. in right. the game of baseball, you go out there and you have seven games in a weekend. You think anybody's really trying to work on their fundamentals of hitting? in any time period during that Sunday afternoon, three in the afternoon, 106 degrees outside. You know what I mean? Sometimes it seems as though it's getting to be a little much, but I've got a big background in like not getting great coaching at super young ages where you do develop terrible habits. I mean, I've said before and probably too many times on this podcast, I was always recommended to change arm angles at a really young age. And when you're trying to get a lot of velocity or trying to learn proper pitching mechanics, you know, the way that it was taught to me was you should be just like this. Right. And that doesn't really work for everybody. Your genetics are more powerful in different ways, whether that guy's double leg is what his go-to is or not. You know, some people are just better at certain things genetically. They got longer arms to be able to pull something off. They've got, you know, quicker feet than another guy. So they could maybe make this move a thing. And, you know, sometimes I think it, the idea that parents need to find expert coaches is probably more imperative than an age ever is. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And not just one expert coach. Right. You should be just using wrestling as an example. You have um, a lot of times you see just like a dad will kind of take over the kid's role and say, this is what we're going to drill. This is what we're going to work on. And they don't expand on all the knowledge that's out there in the wrestling world. So take your kids to camps, let them interact with other coaches, you know, do private lessons, set up some private lessons with the high school, help a high school kid out a little, you know, say, Hey, you know, you're, you're pretty good. Maybe he has some accolades, state medals, all that kind of stuff. Take your kid to him and yeah. just have him work. Pay with him, him a little bit of money on even the side, like a little training session. Even you if know? it's for one night, you're just getting your kid exposed to the magnitude of different styles and different techniques that are out there. And that's the best thing you can do. The ego crusher is like, it can either crush an athlete or build them up to be better than they ever, ever were. You know, that's the one thing that I think the blend with the select leagues, the advanced level stuff, it kind of just depends on which way you go with it. If you're playing up too far, all of a sudden you lose all your confidence. You, you lose the ability to be more competitive in turn. If you see that there's some other people out there, they're a little better than you and you're a bit competitive. You figure it out real quick. Right. What do I got to do to get better? How much more can I train? We need to find a better coach. Mm-hmm. We're not learning any of these new techniques. You know, it, it's it's kind of the yes and. Yes, start young. Yes, find mm-hmm. more training. Yes, find more training. You know what I mean? Right. Or the yes, but. Yes, but don't do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't overwork your athletes. That's the, that's probably the number one cause of burnout, just getting overworked and 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 them not being able to know how to deal with this is a lot. Information overload. Yeah. Right. Organized sports is, is, I feel like, wouldn't it be better if youth athletics was, you know, if you wanted to play in this thing, you're only allotted 
two nights a week. If you want to play in two different leagues or something like that, I don't know that that wouldn't be a better opportunity because then you're exposed to more coaching. Right. You're exposed to more competition. But just loading up someone's schedule, I've had a conversation with a buddy that he was working in at one of those pitching clinics. And the teams that would work out of there, they had six nights a week for 12-year-olds. What else do you want that 12-year-old to do? You want him to play more than one sport? Well, the select league that you want me to play in, play six nights a week. Right. What do you want mom to do? You know, I can't play football. I can't play that because I got six nights a week of this select ball because I'm going to be this pro guy and you're 12. Right. And you're still trying to be a kid. Yeah. It's like, when do I get to Your parents got got it all planned out for you. Yeah. Unfortunately, you know, I think as a parent, you got to be a little bit open to understanding. There's only so much time in the day. Mix and match. You don't have to stay with the same coaches for eight years just because they love your athlete Mm -hmm. to be on the team. Probably better if you moved around a little bit at those younger ages and, and for parents to understand that if your athlete, if, if your athlete is not the best in their sport right now, that's fine. Yeah. Like you have so much room. If you're 10 and you're just starting out in sports and you're not very good at it, whatever sport you're playing, well, just give it time and teach them how to develop themselves and develop those skills. Um, and, and how to grow as an athlete. Like we talked about earlier. It's kind of a shame though, that whole, the Trump card of puberty, it's it's the worst, yeah. you know. Some of these kids, eight eighth grade, are just they get fully to developed. Like 12, 13 years old. Yeah, you've got, eh, skill eh, levels just yeah. dramatically shift. One kid has a beard out there. You're like, <laughs> Dad, this isn't fair. I could remember. I didn't wrestle, but I remember in middle school vividly because it was such like a an awkward thing. Guy would wear a singlet all day because he loved wrestling. Was so into it. Yeah, he was seventh grade. <laughs> Full hair chest pulling out. I could only imagine if you were a seventh grader and they're fighting Dude. like, oh my gosh, the oh, full yeah. grown man. Yeah. But uh, I'm assuming it would be matched up with weight class and what I'm just saying, like, yeah. It, I mean, it is, but still, you get the size difference. Like, a lot of times in the like 14 and under, you'll see just a some kid, just, just muscle bound kid, and he's weighs like 150. Right. But then you have a 13 year old who Bag of has, bones. Some, has some baby fat on him still. And right. He's kind of shorter than this big this big kid, you know, that could be demoralizing for, for that kid. So in high school, do you see that an awful lot? Like when, when are the weight classes, when does that actually play a factor? Well, I mean, they, they, they play a factor in the youth. Cause you do have to weigh in. You have to, they, they match you based on your weight. Right. I was just talking in terms of, no, no, that's what kid's I mean. Muscles, this kid's yeah, more yeah. pudgy. That's what I mean. Like, well, what age group is that most seen? Is it like your 10th, your 11th? Yeah. Grade? Where, where are the big, the shift, if you will. You, you'll you'll see it a lot in the the you know from 12 to 14 years old that's when you really start to see it the difference but once you get into high school um i mean as far as the muscle goes a lot of times it's it's very similar based on the weight um now you get some kids that cut a lot more weight than other kids um which i don't suggest doing but there's there's certain weight classes too like like the upper weight class is like 170. You'll still kind of see that. This kid's got a lot more body fat. This kid's a lot more jacked, right? Right. And but you know, you kind of you kind of know that if you're if you're at that weight class and you're you're one that doesn't have a lot of muscle, you know that so you can develop techniques on how to beat that. This day and age, I mean, looking back, I feel like wrestling hands down probably should be like the most recommended other sport that yeah. there is. I mean, all performance is based on your center of gravity. I, mean, I remember, you know, I kind of had that lanky thing going. I was 6'4", weighed a buck 73 my senior year in high school. I was a bag of bones. But the difference in, like, my senior year to, like, moving into college and playing, 
I started to fill out, got a lot stronger. Um, we were doing tons of weight training and things. So I kind of got that center of gravity and like more mass right. a little bit later on. But once you get your center and you, you can move people and you, you know what I mean? Like there's a yeah. difference in like true core strength and just lifting some weights and looking back in hindsight, you know, I can't think of a better recommendation for a young athlete to develop Absolutely. their center than wrestling. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you're learning leverage. Yeah. Basically. I mean, wrestling in the grand scheme of things, there's all this stuff, but you're just learning push, pull, and, how to, the, and the leverage behind it. Yeah. And how to maintain your balance during all that push, pull going on. Right. Yeah. It, it's unfortunate that it's the same time as basketball in high school because a lot yeah. of people, you know, they, they want to play basketball and there's a lot of different levels mm -hmm. of it. You've got your freshmen, your JVs, all the. So there's a whole lot of athletes Absolutely. that are going to be doing that instead. But, um, I don't know. I I would have been interested to see how my body could have been in hindsight, looking back, going through and learning those types of things right. at a much younger age, rather than being lanky, lanky for so long. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. 